Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to the last episode of 2020. We are now talking about 2021, reset or resolve. Are you ready to reset, resolve, or just forget about 2021 as well? This is Kathleen. I'm here with my sisters by Fab Five of Whitney, Sarah, Claudette, and Catherine. It's so good to be here with you again today. And, you know, New Year's is just a couple of days away. And there's so many people who jump right in and say, I'm going to do a New Year's resolution. And we thought this would be a perfect time to talk about whether you reset your year or you resolve, do a resolution. So my tradition over the last few years is to go purge as much out of my system as possible <laughs> and do a little <laughs> ayahuasca and uh, reset and figure out if I'm on the right track or not. And I'm just wondering what you ladies are up to for your 2021. Now, there's never I am. time that these ladies are silent, and here we are. Here, I'll go. I'll go. I'm still thinking about ayahuasca <laughs> and, and resetting my goals to your kind of goals, Kathleen. I love that. <laughs> I'll go. I still resolve. I, You know, resolve is simply to decide on a course of action in my mind. So I set resolutions, I set intentions, I set goals. I don't, you know, I think I've said this in other contexts, sort of, I know words matter, but they don't matter so much to me in some contexts that it is that big a deal, whether I say I'm setting a resolution, New Year's resolution or setting a new goal or intention. And so personally, I like looking at at the beginning of the year, sort of looking, taking a look back at the year that has passed or is in the process of passing and looking forward and deciding what things worked for me last year and what I want to be doing differently or new in the new year. I will say this, though, the last couple of years, I have been more focused on taking care of things that I have already already resolved or had already intended to do had already planned and not adding new things to my list and being a little more intentional about completing some things. I have always been a really good goal setter. I have not always been a really good goal achiever. And that has changed over probably over the course of the last 20 years or so. 
I've gotten much better about actually following through with things and not letting the obstacles that happen in life and the setbacks keep me from moving forward. So I will probably be resolving something. I don't know what yet. (laughs) I haven't decided. Maybe I will get some good nuggets from you guys and you'll give me some great ideas. But I will, you know, one of the things I'm definitely committed to uh, starting now into the new year is getting control of my time. And some of the episodes that we have talked you know, the things that we have talked about, you know, Sarah's talked about, you know, systems and Catherine has the, you know, like getting everything out of your head so that you can start with a fresh plate and figuring things out. I hear you. I hear you guys. And I am incorporating these things as we move along. And just for instance, this is not a huge thing, but it is actually sort of huge. Yesterday, I spent time, I won't mention the product itself, but a system that manages your social media posts, right? So I accidentally purchased this product a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's, that's how out of control my life is that I accidentally purchased a year of this product and then hadn't even begun to use it And I made a decision a couple of days ago. It's like, you need to just sit down. And over the holiday weekend, I just decided I was going to take the time to actually sit and figure out how to use this. I have planned my whole social, like, for the next 10 days. And I was like, oh, my God, this makes my life so much simpler one that it's done but two now I don't have any reason to be on social right because I don't have to get on it to do the things that I do for my business and end up down some rabbit hole so if I have a resolution at this moment is it to stop wasting time on social media on things that are not serving me moving forward, which is sort of my resolve, my intention, my goal in the bigger picture is to be more intentional with my time, to be more focused in the moment, in the present, and be focused on the things that are really important to me. So I think taking advantage of tools and resources is important in in that respect and at least at the moment that's where I am and we'll see if our discussion moves my needle somewhere else. I, I really would love to go further into your resolves and whether you check you know six months out or do you remember all your resolutions do you actually have them written down? I do have them ri- I do have them written down. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Anybody else, though? Like, do you do resolutions? So for me, you know, I've had times in my life when it has served as New Year's has served as a great sort of reset and refocus on what I want. Right. And I think uh, New Year's resolutions, the whole topic and idea of it, it's great because 
it's a tool that people use to do this sort of refocus and reset on what we want to create in our life. So I love the concept of it and what attracts so many of us to it, right? I've had times where New Year's, using New Year's and sort of as the reset was super effective in achieving something that I was setting out. I've had other times where it wasn't effective, right? And it just sort of, it was a failure and that's okay because it led to other things and learnings and, and I'm totally okay with that. So, you know, for me, bigger picture, like any day can be New Year's, right? Like we have every day and every moment where we can reset, where we can focus on our goals and recreate and focus on what we want in our life and what we want to achieve. That's kind of my big picture philosophy. I'm more of a month by month, day by day, focus, prioritize, you know, smaller action steps to achieve like bigger things, right? I think that's important in success and it's worked for me. For my businesses with New Year's, I work off of a calendar year. And so there is more of a specific strategy on a sort of like, I call it like a a reflection and then like a clean out and a reset, right? I do a lot of reflection on things, what worked, what I want to do new for myself in the future, you know, different, like reflection on on different situations. And again, I do this a lot in the day-to-day, but more on a business standpoint, right? Looking at different areas of working with the team, marketing, right? Dealing with clients, organizations, systems, things like that, right? Systems is a big one. So, and I do this with my team too. So, I think it's effective, especially if you're on a calendar year schedule for your business. It's a good time to do that. And then clean out emails, you know, clean up the the business management systems, whatever it is. Like, you know, I use Salesforce and there's task systems. And so it's a good clean out. I like to spend the last couple of weeks of the year really not meeting with clients or caught up in the normal day to day and just having this reflection time and clean out time for my business. And then sort of a reset for what's to come in the future. So, and then, you know, personally, I find myself with New Year's, you know, it is a good time to kind of think, you know, like bigger picture, what I want to create more of. And again, I mean, I focus more on this on a smaller picture as well, sort of strategy, right? But but I do use it as, a reset at some level personally and and then more strategically in my business just because of the calendar year system. Yeah, that's great. You know, Inc. reported in 2019 that most people stop their resolutions by January 19th and Mm -hmm. uh, Strava calls it the quitter's day. So it's just curious, like whether it's creating resolutions or creating habits. And I think you know, but based on what I've heard just from the two of you, I'd love to hear from Claudette and Sarah too, or we'd love to hear from Claudette and Sarah, but from just the two of you alone, it's really about our ability to create habits, daily practices, the plans, what have you, in order to keep your absolutely resets or whatever. Absolutely. Sort of improve and elevate at some level. Right. 
right. love that about it. And and I think and I think it doesn't matter again whether you call it a resolution or goal or resetting or whatever. If you are if you don't put into practice, and I'll use Sarah's word for this, systems to go along with your new habit that you're trying to build or one that you're trying to get rid of, it doesn't really matter what you call it. The the process though is what matters. Are you clear about what it is you're trying to do? Is it specific, right? If you think about smart goal setting, specific, measurable, achievable, uh, realistic, time bound, if you put those sort of parameters on it and you have clarity of your why you're doing something so that when the obstacles come along, you can move through that or the motivation, which is what I think a lot of where a lot of people go wrong. They're looking for motivation to get them through things. And it's discipline. Right. It's not motivation. You can't always. I'm not going to say you can't. You probably are not always going to want to do something. And I'll say this and then I'll let the other ladies talk, but I'm having a back and forth with my gym buddy, my accountability partner. We work out six days a week together. Um, we run three days a week. We, we do gym workouts three days a week. And Friday night, we're talking about our run for Saturday morning. We do a long run on Saturday. She's asking me, you know, how far I actually want to, she says, how far do you want to run? And I said, I don't. <laughs> and her response, you know, we're texting back and forth and she's got the, the one of those emojis that was like, what? And, and I was like, I don't want to, but I'm going to. It, it, I've made the commitment to do this. We're going to do this. I will see you. The fact that it's going to be 32 degrees Get over it. I'll put on two layers. I put on double layers and I was like, we're going. I don't, yeah, I don't, you don't ever need to ask me if I want to run. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to. I love the way I feel when I'm done. And that's one of those things where it's not about the motivation. You can, if you want to focus on how you feel, focus on how you will feel when you accomplish what you're setting out to do. That's, that's what you should focus on, Mm -hmm. not how you, whether or not you feel like you want to do something. That's really good, Whitney. I love it. The mind likes to talk us out of it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, Claudette has a name for that. Chi-chi the chihuahua. <laughs> the good old mind, the, the mind talk. The lower mind, yes. It's chi-chi the, the chihuahua. Right? So, but Sarah, were you going to say something? I, You know, in reflection, I really do a variation of things. I meet with my partner and we download the whole year. We looked at what was working and what wasn't. And then we reset for the new year. And one thing I've done is when I'm resetting, if it's a challenging thing or I have the wrong story around it, I actually will rewrite my story about it Mm. so that I have some sort of ability to create change in the situation. And I also, from Think and Grow Rich, so I started this maybe three or four years ago, I do a definite major purpose statement. It's called a DMPS. And... 
what it is, is I project what I'm looking for in the next year. And I do that through a variation of just dreams and desires and what needs to be attended to, what needs to happen. And then I write that out into a statement that's memorizable. And then I'm able to repeat that over and over to myself throughout the year. But before I do that, I go back and look at my old DMPS statement and see how much of it really, that's the exciting part is how much of it really comes to fruition and how much of it really did come into play. Um, So I love reflection and then creation of, you know, what I'm really looking for. And of course we work with our agents um, in their goal setting. And one of the things that we're going to try this year, that's just a little bit different is taking their, their business goals and then putting that to a definite major purpose statement that's manageable for them. So kind of making it a really quick, concise story about how they're going to achieve things in the next year and what those things will be so that they can also use that tool to to really recite it back to themselves and be certain that that's what they're going after. Um, So I love the DMPS instead of making a resolution. I'm really kind of, you know, projecting out into the future. Plus, it's it's a tool that I can use throughout the, the week, throughout the day, throughout the month. And I also have taken and rewritten a story. So an example I can give of that is taxes. You know, I'm a 1099. I have, I've been a 1099 so much of my life and I just dread paying the taxes. And so um, I had to rewrite a story about it, right? And I had to rewrite my feelings about it um, so that you know, I can have better mindset around that type of goal or that type of reset and changing how I feel about it. So a very, I, I guess in assessment, I really do a variation of different things just to get that reset going. How about you, Claudette? What do you do? Um, that's really good. I've been in all kinds of camps of I need to do resolutions. Resolutions suck. Resolutions don't work. And then back to, I'm in the camp now of conscious creation. And so I just know it starts with me. It starts inside of me. And I know if I have a desire that rises in me, um, especially I have a very reflective time the last two weeks of every year. I, I slow my pace down. I enjoy family. But at the same time, I have, you know, I sleep in I just, I'm off, you know, except for a few things. I will keep a few things going. I even just told my group, well, you know, I'm doing some group coaching and I told them, I said, Christmas week, we're not doing the call. You know, I will do the call the week after. So that's me just blocking out the time. I don't let as many calls get scheduled, things like that. And it is my time to see what desire is rising in me and has been rising in me. And then I know from there that my beliefs will support that desire or they will undermine it. And so I do a visualization of like, here's the end result of this desire that's rising in me. And then I look for resistance. And as I'm visualizing it, if I feel a tightness in my chest or I feel 
you know, some uncomfortable feeling or a thought comes forward of you can't do that or whatever, then I know I have beliefs that will keep me from doing it. And at that point, I will ask for the truth and get the truth until there is no resistance and I can step into it. And I, so I will do one to three of those for every new year, just one to three and not necessarily know how at the time it will get done. This is not about the how for me. This is about stepping into the wish fulfilled and removing any beliefs within my soul that would block it. And that's one of the main reasons New Year resolutions don't work is because you can want something, but if you have a belief that blocks it, your behavior will go against what you desire, you know? And so that's why I was in the camp last year. I think I would have told you, yeah, I don't even do it. But what I ended up doing last year is what I explained, you know, I was like, it's a good time to reflect. It's a good time to see where I want to be. So why not attack it, not attack it, but handle it from within, you know, and, and go from there. So I, I just think we're powerful beings and the new year is just a time to reset and reflect back and kind of just slow the pace down and, and, and think about what do you want to make this next year look like for yourself? You know, it doesn't have to be a resolution, but it can be a conscious effort to remove the beliefs that you can, then you can step into creation and do it. That's, I mean, that's my love, thought. Uh, Oops, sorry. I, I love the, um, the word conscious creation because that's actually the camp that I go in like on a daily basis. So for me, it's, it's not only what have I done or what I have not done, you know, what I have, what have I not completed that I wanted to complete? And part of me is like, okay, is that because I have a limiting belief or is it really not in my life purpose? Is that really not in my highest and best interest? And there's something even better out there waiting for That's me. A good no question. No matter whether it is what we perceive as negative or positive, it's like, what is in, my, in our best and highest interest and whatever I put out there I'm being guided to say okay like I was guided like three books were my purpose in 2020 so I did it I accomplished it but I didn't do that on my own that was being guided and listening and release the resistance the other thing that I wanted to add is like celebrating our accomplishments what we have done is critical and we often including yes. me you know like me I can say this because I I often say criticize myself for not getting done what I wanted to get done instead of looking at like wow you really did a lot this year and just celebrate it in the way that really celebrates you in the way you want to celebrate it, not, you know, going out and getting drunk on New Year's Eve or, you know, like it's really celebrating your successes and sitting in that mm -hmm. and really allowing yourself to feel that because we often just criticize ourselves way more than anybody else. We're our own worst critics. And so instead of focusing on what you, what I, for me, instead of focusing on what I haven't done, it's okay, what have I accomplished? And is that what I was meant to accomplish? And then I just like that. instead of questioning myself over and over and over. You know what that just brought up for me, I'm sorry, but what, what it just brought up for me is developing the practice of being able to look at your current manifestation of who you are. Mm -hmm. 
and love it even if it doesn't measure up and have grace and then, you know, just have grace on yourself instead of criticism, which is a negative energy that drains your energy, have grace that fuels you to go into the next year and and just look upon yourself and understand we're all learning and growing. I've been looking a lot at myself and the re- the reality of what I'm good at, the reality of what I need to improve upon. Because I feel like if we don't do that, we're living with our head in the sand, you know, we're, we have to constantly look at it, but not with criticism or judgment, but look at it and go, oh, oh, this is where I am clotted. It's okay. But this is where I want to be. Or yeah, with this yeah, is where yeah. I choose. Choose is a stronger word. This is where I choose to be. Right. You know, so, yeah. I'm reading uh, or I'm listening to The Soul's Gift. I don't know if someone um, here on this call has recommended it or not, but it just popped up on my audio audibles. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Because The Soul's Gift really talks about what we're talking about, like looking at our lives as the gift of, that it is, both within the negative and the positive as we see it as humans, you know, like nothing's really negative. It's really an opportunity for growth and how do you move through and heal certain things in your life. But, um, and just all that you just said, Claudia is, is exactly what's in that book. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Wendy, you wanted to, um, say something I cut you off too. So no, I, you know, I just think it back to what Catherine said about this being a, it's a continuous process, right? So there are things that we're looking at on a daily basis, weekly, monthly, adjusting, resetting, resolving, and taking the time. I think both you and Claudette are absolutely right. Taking the time to not only look at what isn't working, but what is in a celebrate what's working and what has been accomplished. You know, one of the things I am constantly with my clients reminding them, you know, to embrace what they've done. You know, these to-do lists that are so long and trying to, you know, create business and move things forward. It's like, well, just stop for a second, breathe, and just embrace what you've already accomplished. So I think it is a continuous process. It's something that depending on what it is that is on your list to resolve, to set a goal for, set an intention about, to be conscious creators of, to when that is accomplished or at some point in the process to take the time to do some reflection and introspection and, you know, decide whether or not it's something that should be moved forward or if it's run its course. So I think it is important, again, not to get hung up necessarily on the labels, but what you're doing in the process of what it is you're you're intending to manifest or to have in your life and and then grace you know and mm-hmm. to remember you know to give yourself grace if it doesn't unfold exactly the way you thought it should right mm-hmm. or could yeah. even to just give yourself some grace in that and to realize that it is all process 
and opportunities to learn and grow. And so take the time here, there, today, next week. You don't need to wait till Monday to start a new plan. You don't need to wait to the beginning of a month or the beginning of the year. But at the same time, a, a periodic, a ritual of doing that is, I think, a, a good thing. And so ultimately do what's best for you. But don't, I would say this, don't not do it because January 19th is the day <laughs> that you'll give up. If you give up on the 19th, start again on the 20th, right? It, it's, it's all good. Every day can be New Year's. Absolutely. But there is Every day is New Year's. Be, I like that. There is something to be said for, you know, collectively, we've all connect on, at some level on this sort of reset of New Year's. And, you know, so it's very popular. People, obviously, we all like the idea, you know, 60% of us make resolutions was one study that I read. And 8% of us succeed. So it's like really popular, the belief, you know, the process of it, whatever we want to call it, but it sort of breaks down. So I love all of our very useful nuggets here that we're sharing. You know, we're really just talking about accomplishing what we want, right? And so, you know, I'll add a few because I kind of made a list about, you know, how do we sometimes get hung up? We've all gotten hung up, right? And I know I certainly have. And I think it's really important. I think kind of the ultimate like ownership is to have an accountability team, uh, trusted. They've got to be your trusted people. They got to be your people that you trust and you can just like lay it all out. Bringing other people in on your what you're achieving right bringing in confidants for that accountability and then another one I think is super important is to just like think about our relationship with that we have with uh, failure you know and is it a gift or is it really as horrible as sometimes we make it out in our minds Right. And so we can learn so much. And when we're going after something like we're going to fail, uh, many people say, like, if we're not failing, we're not really going after it. Right. So we've got to, like, give ourselves like that space and manage sort of our mindset around giving ourselves that space when we're achieving. We're going to have some failures, some setbacks and some hiccups and having our people, having our accountability, people, our trusted confidants to even talk through this, like through like what we want to, you know, these failures or these hiccups, like our minds often make it much bigger than it really is. Like I was just talking to my girlfriend yesterday, trusted, trusted friend. And, you know, I going through a certain situation in my mind and I just kind of kept it in my mind and sort of analyzing it and all that. And then talking to her made me realize like, it's not even as big of a deal as I've been making it in my mind. So, and it's a goal of mine, something I want to achieve. And like, so anyway, like just having our people, our trusted people to like accountability and just to talk to 
can really help us in achieving and working through some of those hiccups. So we're down to the last couple of minutes. So I'm just going to ask everyone if they had one last thing to offer to our listener that they could do use for their reset, their resolution, their refocusing, whatever it is in just a couple of days, what would that be? Sarah, you look like you're ready. So I am ready. I have one and I use it often and that is ease into the new pattern, ease into whatever it is that you're going after. And what I mean by that is if you're, if you're wanting to work out six days a week in 2021, you can't generally start six days a week. Only a few people can really manage that and sustain it. So the way that I would achieve that throughout 2021 is by starting with really committing to two days a week first. And then once I've got that two days a week down and I'm not missing, then I add a third and then I may go balls out and do all six, but I'm not trying for the six because like Catherine said, we have to identify how we feel about failure and my fear of failure gets a hold of me. If I didn't do all six and I failed right away, I just will blow it and I won't do it again. I won't try again. And so, um, chunk it. Yeah. I like that. That's setting yourself up to win. I like that. Mm-hmm. Since like you've got the floor Claudette, do you want to just add one? Or do you have one? Trust that the divine will help you if you allow it. That's my thing. It, it, any desire, you know, to me, suffering comes from when we have a belief or a thought that goes against a universal law in our soul. And so just, Trust that the divine has you. It's that intuition, that gut feeling that rises. Follow that and relax, relax, just relax and follow the guidance. Catherine and Whitney, do you have anything to add? Yeah, celebrate. Celebrate a new 2021, a new year coming on to us. I'm looking forward to a new year and I'm going to be celebrating it coming (laughs) coming in this year for sure and welcoming it with open arms and continue that celebrating in your life. Like Kathleen was chatting about earlier, you know, celebrate every day. There's always wins building our confidence in achieving our goals, building our confidence in that process. You must celebrate, right? So start the year off celebrating and then just continue that every day. I love that. Celebrate small steps. I would say get clear, have a vision for what it is that you want and be clear on what it is and give yourself some grace. If it doesn't go exactly the way you want, it's not a failure. Right. And, you know, I started this saying words matter. Choose not to see something that doesn't happen exactly the way you want. Choose not to see that as failure and choose to see it as an opportunity to learn and to grow. Make adjustments, micro or macro, and then keep moving. That's great. I love all of the input that, I mean, all you ladies have had offered just amazing new ways to look at uh, 2021, new ways to incorporate into your daily life, to consciously live through 
whatever day it is, whatever minute it is, whatever year it is. And I also want to just congratulate you for making it through 2020. Like that's something to celebrate because every single one of us has has lived through something that's never occurred in this world before. Um, and at least in our world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In this world. And you did it. So celebrate that and know that whatever you're doing differently, it's okay. Just reset it. Start fresh, start now. And every day is a new day. Every minute's a new day. Be grateful. That's my one thing that I have to share with you at the very end is be grateful for exactly where you are right now, because it can always be worse. It can always be worse. So for our listener, thank you for joining us. We wish you the best 2021 ever. Start slow, be consistent, be clear, and go with the flow. We love you. Take care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.